Hello strangers, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4, where we tell imaginary stories of heroes, villains, and the occasional alien K-baby. I certainly hope you're enjoying the ride so far. A reminder that if you love what you hear, then therapists everywhere agree communication is the key to any healthy relationship. So like us, comment, rate, show us this thing is worth fighting for, or we're leaving and taking that couch with us. Now, let's tell some stories. Gentlemen, clerics, arcane ladies, it's some demon shit gets crazy, fierce gnome, wielding daggers, magic boats, and singing flowers, everybody's got a beef with us, but ain't no problem, gonna burn and run, your evil shit don't stand a chance, cause you and dagger know how to dance. When last we left our heroes, captured by the drow, then escaped. Now we find Matilda Beckett, Grit Tup and Stuff, and Victor Sinclair running around the Underdark desperately trying to find a way out. They're not alone. Along with them are a motley crew of fellow escapees. Together they've wandered aimlessly through the Underdark cave system, where they ran into a pack of magically mutated one-eyed monster things. They also fished. Glorious, heroic fishing. Seriously, they fished. Now, let's get back to them, because they're going to be doing stuff. Heroic stuff. And you guys keep going. <laughs> the rest of the day goes on. Pretty boring, actually. There are a lot of sounds and weird things in the darkness, but they do not attack. There's nothing there. At one point, the cave opens up a little bit, and you see uh, there's a lot of different funguses and fungi. And here you can actually, uh, Sarah shows you a few that you could use for food if you would like. He shows you zerk wood. Um, I believe you surface dwellers would just be wood. And here it's zerk wood. It grows in here. It's pretty sturdy. So... If you wanted to do anything with wood, I imagine. Shushar goes, We'll definitely need to make some kind of boat eventually. <coughs> Go to the dark lake. Get to the to get to Schlubladoop. We'll need a boat, perhaps. Mm. Okay. Definitely had not considered that. Mm. It might be safer travel anyways, instead of making all these tracks and covering them up. We could probably make more time. I can make a boat, you can I make think. A I mean I can make tools. Enough intelligence and we have time. Wood. I'm really smart. How much wood is there? You guys are in a, in a nice uh, underground, and we'll say a, a smaller forest area at this okay, point. Okay, so enough raw materials. You have a lot of raw material, all it would take would be time, and we can kind of role play out how you guys want to do that. But if, uh, but it sounds like if you wish to make a boat here, I'm going to go back through our tracks and see if I can give us more time. Okay. Making a boat would be no easy task. Uh, that yeah. That can carry everyone, or a few boats that can carry a few, I'm sure. Shushar will tell you. We'll definitely hit some rapids, perhaps. We may, must make it sturdy. Yeah, this will help out. Um, the Dark Lake is unkind. I would like to have a, a nice, sturdy ship if we can. And Sareth walks off. Okay, uh, all right. I'll go over to Come on, let's, let's, let's do what we can to help give time. And Rock right, goes yeah. off with them. Yeah, Sareth, Ron, you guys get to that. Um, so, I'll go over to the dwarf. Uh, yeah, girl. Uh, what's her name? Eldith. I'll go over to her and ask her. So, are you, how can you woodworking? Just like in general. Are you insulting my dwarf heritage? No. Dwarves I can are make anything. More stone working. I'm asking about woodworking. Wood's just weaker stone. Dwarves make things. 
course she's in. All right. Come on, Elda. Let's go chop down a tree. With, uh, Thank you. While we're doing this, would you ter- mind terribly creating a uh, some shields, if you have the time? Some just there's rough no shields time, for everyone. Right? We're building boats. But it, I mean, who's get? If there's extra wood, we'll pass the wood to you, and you can make some shields with it. Elda's going to help build boats. We need boats to get to. Uh, sleep I'm on team boat. Yeah, it takes With a while to make a shield. It's not as just something you can conjure up. Unless, can you conjure up shields? I don't know how that works. Well, I can conjure tool, but... Okay, I, but like a, You know, right okay, now it's an axe. <laughs> sure. All right, well, uh, in the meantime, I go ahead and uh, conjure up a spiritual axe, so I can probably cut down a tree or two with that. And, I mean, I don't have to work at it. The axe just goes, so that's... That's nice. Very cool. Um, you want to do this like maybe a skill challenge, and we can see uh, like everyone does a thing, and and we see how good of a boat you can you guys build, or how long you guys take to build it. Or... Yeah, yeah. Let's do this fast. All right. Let's pick a skill and roll, and let's beat a DC of we'll set this kind of low, like twelve. And describe to me how you're doing. This is a this is a fun you scene hi- of you guys like you helping hi- each other build boats. History to help the, the the design of the boat so it doesn't capsize. <laughs> Like with, with just historical, like what I know of. Just this like is how boats and... in the past have been built. Good as any. Yeah, I like it. A nine. A nine. This is your first failure. You're trying to talk about the history of boats, and they will have none of it as they're just uh, they're chopping away. Um, it's taking them a little longer. Uh, Twenty six on a survival check. Ooh, uh, so that seems like it'd be useful. That is really useful. How do you want to use it? Not sure. Uh, maybe finding the best trees? Oh, that's good. Yeah, so there are different flavors of Zerkwood. Um, there's actually other types outside of Zerkwood that could be used. Um, but certainly, you can pick out some of the best and maybe some of the easier trees to chop down, some that are a little bit older but still sturdy, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's great. Matilda? Um, I think, I, can I try a history T- check? Team Axe Ladies? Whatever. Yeah. The Axe Lasses? Yeah. Oh. So you guys are having a hard time chopping this wood. Yeah, two failures and a success. It seems like this is taking a while. You see, us gnomes, we used to have orbs our first round on our boats. Yeah, I know, just going through it. But I seem to remember doors had a unique, uh, a pretty unique shape for their boats, and I guess. Six. You don't have uh, a bonus to anything that might be helpful. Not for history. That's an, that's an intelligence. It doesn't check. have to be history. Acrobatic, sleight of hand, and stealth for dex, persuasion, and deception. So I can deceive a tree. Alright. I mean, you could... I had nothing. <laughs> you just not help. <laughs> <laughs> Your biggest help is not be helpful. Alright, want to do a thing? I'll run over uh, insights. Like, what seems to be the best way to build a boat... Like, just, you know, knowing about water and wood and, you know, being wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots. Uh, 21. All right, good job. So, uh, yeah, no, you're actually helping out. Like, no, 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 wait. We don't need that wood. We can actually do this. And actually, this isn't the best way to make a boat. What if we did it this way? And this is the way we did it a Mistport. I don't know. You can do those kind of things if you'd like. Yeah, it works for me. Cool. All right. Can I just do some kind of general intelligence investigation yeah. or something? Oh, fuck. I'm clearly tired from chopping the wood. You've been in a cave for a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, so you're the dream, the maddening dreams, the uh, nothics, everybody's kind of in a blah space right now. And and at this time... Uh, yeah, I mean, what's that? Um, what, what, what am I adding now? Am I adding... Intelligence plus your intelligence modifier. 
So, uh, so what is that, seven? Yeah, so still not. Seven plus three is ten. All right, Prince Darendel comes out. I believe that we need to rally the troops. This is not working out as we expected and taking quite some time now. What can we do? I'm just going to keep guard. It's kind of just like grumbles away, kicks a can. Mm-hmm. If there was a can. Ron's like, I want to start axing this tree up. Everybody's rolling bad. So you guys take a breather. At this point, we can stop rolling if you'd like, and we can. Yeah, can uh, we unless anyone has some inspirational things they'd like to do, or no. any kind of um, things, I... I think it's just going to take a minute to do this bow. This, this bow is a bigger undertaking than you probably thought. Mm. At this pace, it's going to take probably a, really like a day and a half, two days to make this bow. I'm going to cast Unseen Servant, so we have another person helping. Can you just give it the command to make a boat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can, but it's still going to take time. <laughs> So, I'm going to cast Unseen Servant. It'll last for an hour, and we'll have an hour's worth of it helping us make a boat. An invisible, mindless, shapeless force, but it can perform simple tasks, like finish chopping down this tree, or tie this together, make a plank. Yeah. Yeah, since my rolls are failing, (laughs) I will make a servant do it. So, using uh, Victor's uh, plans... Mm-hmm. This unseen servant is now on autopilot, starting to assemble this boat. Yeah. It's taking a pretty long time, um, mm-hmm. but if we sit this way, you can continue with the boat making. Nope. Nope. What's the use of having a god if you can't get your god to do things for you? All right, god. I assume there are various gods out there. It's time to do some work. <laughs> I'm, I'm praying... I am praying to some gods. Just let me know how to make a boat. Just the best boat I can make with whatever I got on hand. I am really sick of this cave and I want to get out. I do a lot of good out there for you various gods. The spirit of good and goodness and healing. I mean, I'm generally a pretty good guy. I think we can all agree on that. So if you could just let me know how to make a boat, I would be ever so grateful. And here you can have my inspiration. Thank you. I appreciate that. Did it work? And you looked at it, and I imagine at a certain point, like, you were, like, kind of drawing, like, boat formations on the ground or something, right? Uh, as you're, like, making your plans. Like, no, not like that. Like that, or you had, like, a little miniature of a boat that you were trying to make. I don't know. You're doing something, right? And then at a certain point, a calling that only you can hear. It's like, you have done us well. And... May luck be on your side in this adventure. That's just like the cinematics of it. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, instantly, the best way to make a fucking boat. Now that's what I'm talking about! And on the side of the boat, is a, in your mind, like in your mind's eye, the side of the boat is a symbol of Taimura. The Ooh. goddess of luck. Works for me. I'll dedicate this boat to you. That ain't a problem at all. <laughs> Everybody gather around. I know how to make a boat. Oh, good. <laughs> Excellent. And it's not just how to make a boat, because anybody can put stuff and, and kind of make it float or whatever. But, right. But the proper the proper way and to do it in a timely fashion is exactly what you needed. Oh, good. So everyone gathers around you. Like, <laughs> I gather around and I start handing out tasks and yeah. assignments suited to their abilities. And just kind of... <laughs> 
Oh, well, Victor Sinclair, the shipwright. That's fine by me. You can gather things. Yeah. Grit. You have a very dexterous hand, and we'll need that when carving the proper wood. Right. You're good with working with wood, right? <laughs> You're good with your wood? Uh, Mr. Wow. Tough End Stuff? <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, you can work it. There you go. I, I have faith in you. I hear gnomes are excellent with wood. Elvis Just need a little encouragement, Saul. Is that what that was? Absolutely. Now, from everybody else's spirits, from everybody else's perspective, he made that speech and just kind of went back. He's like, "I know how to make a boat," but from from your perspective, there was like there was darkness in the tunnel, like in this in this underground like forest. Literally, there was like a shining light from you, and it was like Ty Mora gave you the boat plans. Basically, it was a moment in time for you. That was just yeah, beautiful. Oh, you know, that was so kind. Yeah, when it's uh, done, I will uh, I will mark the side of the boat with the symbol of Timora. That's beautiful. Yeah. Describe the boat to me. If you guys don't want to be creative, I can just describe a boat in general. I mean, it's, it's Timora's boat, so yeah. you tell us. All right. So this boat, how many people are with you? Nine? Uh, like nine and a half? Nine and a mushroom? Yeah. Nine and a bit. All right. So what we'll say is that this boat is like a... It's a I would say it's like a almost a double decker. Like it has a long piece that can fit six in, on the bottom, and then you can kind of go up into a top piece that uh, can fancy. fit some more. A time Mola doesn't skip on her boats. Apparently, mm-hmm. no. It seems. Yeah, and all across the sides are the holy symbols of Timora, and these holy symbols, everything from dice, from dice games to uh, anything that would just inspire luck, and that's exactly what you're. Or etched along the sides. Grit, when you do the last etching, the boat gets an outline of shimmering gold. Just... And it illuminates... I am good with wood. Right? And it illuminates 10 feet out is uh, nice and good. And within the boat, you can see perfectly. It feels good in that boat. From you, because you can actually see and you feel the warmth and uh, something that's a little bit closer to home, perhaps, that you haven't felt in this underdog so far. Well, that's very nice. I like this mm-hmm. boat. So it's six people can fit in the bottom, six people can fit in the top. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. And uh, Let's sail. It's 30 feet wide. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. 30 feet. That's 30 feet. Like long? long? Long, you mean? Long. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds fun, right? All right, yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. Let's. Uh, how does it actually go? Are there oars? Oh, and uh, there are oars on the side. There are, uh, we're going to say, six total oars, three on each side, that you can use. Okay. Depending on who's, uh, who's using the oars and how you maneuver. And uh, as we're doing boat stuff, whoever's the boat right... Whoever's the person who's uh, really controlling the boat maneuvering, you're going to be the one who kind of tells me when we get into some stuff. Go, go left, go right. And so there's like a rudder in the back and then doing the steering. Yeah, so there's a steering. It's very rudimentary, but at this point, it, it's cool. It's good. Is there a crow's nest? Um, now, the top is kind of an extended crow's gotcha. nest. Yeah. All right. Excellent work, everyone. Teamwork makes the dream work. Hmm. And when you go to the top, by the way, um, there is a there is a treasure chest that just appears with the boat. Well, that was unexpected. Huh. That's a hell of a thing. All right. Well, I'm going to go on faith that it's not trapped, or that'd be the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will open the chest. All right. 
And in this chest, this chest seems... Uh, now, if you notice, you can't actually move the chest around. It is stuck where it is at on the boat. But when you open the chest up, there are five lucky bags with a big old T for Timora on them. And they look like backpacks. They have arm straps like a backpack. And they have a jawstring at the top to kind of close the backpacks up. But they have the symbol of Timora on them. Hmm. I'll, I'll open one up and look inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll pick one up too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there is one that is named uh, Lord Sheriff Victor Sinclair. Oh. And there is a note that says, that says, Luck be with you. Signed, Timora. Well, really winning me over, Timora. You are very considerate. In here is a standard adventurer's backpack. You have 50 feet of rope, grappling hook. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in this backpack that's just helpful. Nice. Same thing in all of them? It's the same thing in all of them. Any kind of like standards of entry and clues instead of the rags we're still wearing by There are, there are... Not like armor, but just... I know, I know, yeah. There are clothing here that, that's nice. It's nice clothing. Nice silk. Mm. I change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will too. I've got enough of these prison rags. There's only five backpacks though, right? Well, one of them's clearly mine. And, uh, <laughs> so clearly. One for you, sure. One, uh, one for Mr. Tough and Stuff. So the rest of the group are kind of uh, looking around and they're like... Uh, there's a prince there, and I was like, I imagine nothing would fit me, so nothing of that is interesting for me. But good job, good job, everyone. This is this is nice. And uh, I'm gonna look through the bag and see if there's anything person specific in anything else. Uh, see if we can. It's just an odd number. Yeah. Well, let's. Um. You know. I mean, obviously, yours has your name on oh, it, yeah, and sure. um, you know, I'm willing to pool. Oh yeah. You look at one of the bags on the back. It says Twix. Oh. And another one. Buddy. Yeah. This is Who's that? Franklin. Oh, Mr. Devereaux. <laughs> oh, and the other one. It says dunk. dunk, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, Dunk. Oh. Buddy Dunk. Uh, former companions that were separated from us when we were kidnapped. Uh, that we used to travel together quite frequently. Twix is my gentleman apprentice. He is the prince of goblins. He's a very nice fellow. Mm, indeed. He's a and uh, Mr. Devereaux, yeah, a Kingslayer and a Dragonslayer, and uh, he uh, helped save the realm from a great evil, landed a final blow on the on the great threat. But uh, and Mr. Devereaux is a lifelong child, childhood companion that uh, assisted me on my journeys, and uh, Dunk was some dwarf that he picked up along the way. No, he, but worked, he, was he worked for me. No, he sure, but he was a nice fellow. He is an excellent office manager. Uh, handles uh, business affairs. Oh, they said they couldn't be here, but uh, at least that. Uh, well, that's just very sad. I hope they're doing okay. I'm sure they are. I have absolute faith in Mr. Cinematically, Devereux. there's like a Star Wars swipe, and they're just like there's like another dragon breathing fireballs. And they're like, there's a tower falling. <laughs> well, I do say twigs. No, I'll catch you, buddy. <laughs> Franklin, for whatever reason, is wearing a cape now with the hood. <laughs> nice. Look, looking very Batman-y. And swipe back. Yeah, I'm sure they're doing better than us. <laughs> well, <laughs> since they're not more. here... Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I would suggest taking Mr. Devereaux's bag. Uh, he he likes silky garments. I'm sure you would appreciate. If anything in there suits you, it'd probably be his. Okay. 
So you reach in and just think whatever color you want it to be or what are the basic kind of things you want it to look like. Just let me know because that's what Franklin would probably wear too. Because <laughs> Franklin had plenty of silk blouses, yes. let's be honest. <laughs> More so than his girlfriends, honestly. Yeah. Probably not really the same size. Hmm. Well, but uh, anyway, okay. Well, the rest of it can be as needed. Since I got this, I'm actually going to take a moment to uh, start trimming the beard a little bit. <laughs> there are some basic supplies like you guys have now that you can basically do what adventurers can now yeah. functionally do. I'm, I'm going to share the uh, silk garments with Eldith. Oh, that's wonderful. He's like, no boots? All right. No plate? Armor? No? No. <laughs> no. This, this is, was a uh, gift from a literal <laughs> deity, so... Yeah. <laughs> It's like if it was a dwarven god, you would have gotten something a little more sturdy, I, I think. It's, but it's disappointing, but it probably, this, you know. This just all looks pretty. Also, we have yeah. a boat. Let's not forget that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we do have exactly what we needed, and then bonuses. So mm. let's uh, not like to give boat in the mouth. You know. <laughs> oh, I sure hope this boat doesn't get a mouth. Oh, and there's a nice scarf <laughs> oh, in there. Oh, there are big boats. That's not that. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Boat! You can call me Boney McBoatface if you like. No, no, no. Or name me what you want. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Not really want there to be a boat now. I would check no. this reality. Yeah. So I'm All guessing right. there's, a, there's a nice scarf in there because... Oh, yeah. there's yeah, It's Franklin. There would be yeah. a nice scarf. So I'm going to take the scarf out and give it to Sarah. Okay. Sarah likes the scarf. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank you very much. That does look quite dashing. We probably need to, yeah, now that we think about uh, supplies, I'm glad you got some. If we see something along the way, perhaps a, um, a, some ruins or some place that may have other supplies. Oh, should also... don't question our dedication to pillaging. That will, <laughs> that will absolutely occur. He nods, like I, I get that impression of you. All right, so we're sailing down the river. You guys are rolling. <laughs> Rolling, rowing, rowing down Dark Lake River. Mm. No, but I mean, I mean we are. Yeah. So, um, rowing, With Shushar at the uh, guiding you, he's able to. Uh, you, the the river parts into about five different other networks of the cave and he guides you one way and then there parts again and he guides you another way how long do you guys think that i think it took about a, a good solid day and a half to build that boat probably yeah probably because mm-hmm. um, it was still you had to get all the wood piece it together fashion to physically build a boat so. yeah and most of the time that takes a lot longer but you guys had holy light helping you we can rest on the boat yeah so at a certain point you can uh, rest again and I mean, yeah, take shifts, rowing. And, mm-hmm. and again, um, you guys have terrible, terrible dreams. Yet again. You specifically, Victor, during one of these terrible dreams, during this terrible dream where you see the eye again, but the eye fades away for a moment, and it's like a like a crackling of, of light comes down, and there's just a uh, the voice of Taimora. She says, and she says, thank you again for all you have done, and I hope my gift helps you. I will not be able to do this too often, as there are great things happening now. I hope you can help help them as you help Fandom. And then it crackles back, and there's that beastly eye. It seems to be now a mountain size. And it's just beating down on you, like you will be one with me, and I will be one with all. 
And the same thing with you, and this time it's another, like, it's it's everyone you've ever known just uh, dressed up like they're ready, ready for a wedding, and now they're doing a rehearsal, but it's all like everyone's dead and rotting, and they're all dancing. And it's like, are you going to go to the wedding? Are you? Oh, we can't. We, we can't wait to have you as an honored guest. And you wake up. God damn it, subconscious. I already told you I accept the fact that I'm a grave robber. I'll wake up all nice and refreshed. Um, <sighs> when you wake up, you actually look over and there's Sarah, and he's and he's shaking back and forth and he's holding his head. Uh, one of the growths on his, on his head has gotten bigger and he's just looking at you wild-eyed. I'm uh, sorry. Are you okay? Sorry. Sarah? Um, what? Can I help? No. What's... What's going on? Do you have a nightmare? Oh, was it the eyeball one? Because I've been having that one a lot. Weird wedding of dead people? The march. The wedding march calls. Well, that sounds nice. I don't know what that means. I just, I totally thought it was because I'm a grave robber, but you, you had, what, what, uh, can you describe your dream? What happened? Everyone I've ever known, they're dead and rotting, and they're all wanting me to Attend a wedding? Attend a wedding, yes. Be a guest of honor? Yes. Oh, dude, I had the same one. That sounds nice. Who's getting married? A bunch of dead people, apparently. Is that legal? Well, I guess you're going to stop them. You know... I don't know. I wish the dreams would go away. I wish they would stop. I wish you'd get out of my head. I don't know what's become of me, but it keeps getting worse every day. Hmm. down here. I'm going to go over to Shroom. Or a stool. Yeah. Um, a little further away so that it's out of earshot. Hey, do you know what's happening okay? to Seraph with the, you know, all that stuff? And I point my forehead to the, you know, all the, you know, fungus grown out of him. I don't know. I, I mean, Have you seen I think that before? he's becoming one of us. One me, of? Or something like me. Were you not always like this? Oh, no. I'm, I was born in the ground like I should be. Um, but no, I... I don't know. I mean, I'm just sensing that he's just becoming more and more part of us. So, are you? Do you feel like you have some sort of link with him now? I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to dive into that link if I could. No, I don't want to do it. But yeah, maybe. So you've seen this before, or no? No, he's acting obviously very strange, and I don't like it. <clears throat> hey, Sarah, would you like me to see if a uh... What happens if I try to cast a lesser restoration on you? If there's any sort of poison effects going on, it might help. Whatever you can do, that would... Well, let's see what happens. Couldn't have heard. You are a strange group of people being so nice. This is strange, but... Well, fair enough. Yes. Uh, I cast lesser restoration on him. These spores and the things on his head start lessening. They're still visible. Mm Mm-hmm. But he actually smiles, and he, and he looks up, and he just smiles, like, Oh, I haven't felt this good in a, in a while. I feel more like myself. Okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. We'll, uh... The music has stopped. The music. Yeah. Wait, do you not hear the music? You had the same dream. I don't remember any music. What they're all dancing to, that, that doesn't go away for me. You don't hear the music. I mean, I don't hear any more after you cast this. Can I go ahead and cast that on you real quick? Just in case there's some fungus in your... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was... Not yet. Um, Victor, tell me about your dream. 
You you said you you dreamt of an eyeball. Oh sure, giant eyeball. Like oh, you will be one with me. Sort of a thing. Huh. Okay. Um. I I want to do a history check mm-hmm. to see if I know anything. What's about... up with what? What's up with all this? Yeah. Yeah. I want to I want to first do history and then Arcana and then I want to um, touch Sarath on the head and cast Identify. So in in that order. First history, 14. From everything you're here now, now the dancing, the celebration isn't quite something, but all the rot seems to spark something, maybe in a a tome you've read at at a certain point, of how whenever people talk of uh, Zugmoy, Zugmoy is a demon lord that hangs out in the abyss, and she is a queen of fungi, fungi. She's the Lady of Rot, of Decay. Her only uh, existence is that of uh, infecting the living with her spores and transforming them into mindless servants and eventually uh, decomposing husks of mushrooms and molds and all kinds of things as her spawn. Hmm. To your knowledge, she exists in, in the Abyss. She's not So demon lords are a little different than gods in a way, but they're still kind of in that still religious-y thing. But everything points to Zakmoy. So should I check religion instead of arcana? Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm like, okay, that's something. That's yeah. a starting point. Mm-hmm. What else can I think about or remember or cross-reference in my mind palace? Oh, balls. Nothing. Yeah, you got nothing. Everything right now feels very much like when uh, when people recall having been touched by Zakmoy or whatever like maybe her followers or her cult or something like that they always describe this type of rotting and spores and all makes sense to you that Zakmoy is somehow involved in this yeah okay in a way all right okay just because why not one more thing um hey Sarah uh do you do you mind if I just kind of touch your forehead for a minute go for it okay all right um it's it's not gonna hurt it's just an identify okay Okay. All right. So I'm gonna touch his head. He's got the gross and stuff, and cast identify. And what does this give you? For you? It is uh, touch based. Takes one minute to cast. Uh, duration instantaneous. You choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them. Whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges if it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. If you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. What is greater restoration? Is it lesser restoration? What does it read that to me, if you don't mind? Yeah, it's, uh, it was a long shot. You touch a creature and can end either one disease or one condition afflicting it. The condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. So if it can count as a disease or a poisoning, it would have an effect. Very good. You can feel the disease that he is under. Okay. And that it is turning, like it is turning away, and eventually it'll go away. What it seems to be doing, it seems to be rotting him out. But it's getting better now. It's getting better now. And will continue to get better. It will continue to get better. So eventually he's going to be, be cured. He's going to be cured. Now you can recall what the other, this seems like it's a disease of Zuckmoy and something you don't easily get. It's not something you can just get, just a disease. It has to be 
um, it's something passed through spores or something. And if he basically had so many days left, or he would just become totally rotted out and become a servant, perhaps, of the demon of the demon queen. But Victor just saved him. Yeah, you know that. Oh, Sarath, you're going to be okay now. What do you mean I'll be okay? I mean that you were infected by something, but the spell that Victor just cast on you is going to cure you of it. Are you kidding me? No. How long have you ha- how long have you had this? When did it start? How did you get it? Well, I was a guard with Ivara, of course. Yeah, figure. And we were hunting, and at a certain point, a hunting mushrooms really, and we came across stool, but there were other things there, and and something something sprayed me with with its spores, and then once it did, and I killed it, I started feeling I don't know. Something guiding my my memory, something guiding me to certain to do certain things. And eventually, I blacked out for a day, and I woke up in that cell with you guys. They told me I'd killed one of our own. Oh. I figured they had they were just after me. Some something. I couldn't believe I would actually kill. You were infected. You were infected by um, a spore, fungus type thing. What, uh, what was it? See, Stool, and that's why we always get consent. (laughs) (laughs) I understand now. What's your name again? Zarb. Zuckmoy. Zuckmoy. And in your mind, you can actually... That's a picture that you know of in your mind, what Zuckmoy looks like generally when written in books. Okay, yeah. Hmm. So this this Zuckmoy is... um, Yeah, she's bad news. And uh, you probably would have ended up becoming one of her followers um, because you were infected by the rot. But no um, music stuff. It's, it's less now, and I suppose it'll go away completely. I think you saved my life. Well, my pleasure. We are a few all times the... now. Well, we're on the same boat. Eh? Eh? <laughs> He's just here in the back. Oh, I get it, because we're all on a boat, and that it's is a, what? It's a little and metaphorical boat. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm so happy right now. Thank you. Hey, my and pleasure. Franklin would, have, pleasure. Franklin would have loved that joke. Thank you. I, I, I do miss that man. Um, uh, you said you were having the same dream as the mushroom people? I did have the same dream. I did. Are you sure I can't, can't maybe cast that spell? I mean, okay, if you want to. Yeah, I do. I really do. Okay. Okay. I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration on her also. I wasn't hearing any music. (laughs) Yeah, I'm safe then. Sorry. I understand. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you feel pretty good. I mean, Lesser Restoration is like, I don't know, like relaxing your mind too. So it feels good. You don't know if it does anything. Like you feel like you have no headaches, like everything. Give a little stretch. Yeah, you know, if if you have some uh, weary bones, then I'm like, good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a my pleasure. Sore after everybody, let me know Rock, if you start Rock having comes over it's like, I mean, I, you guys, uh, maybe me. I don't know. I just, I just want to make sure I'm good. Are you having mushroom dreams? Nah. Then we're probably good for now. Let's. Mm. Jim Jar comes over and says, "I bet you guys uh, five gold. The next guy who gets mushroom dreams will be you." What do you guys bet? What do you guys bet? Next guy with mushroom dreams, this guy right here, Grit. Not taking it. Not taking it? Why? No. Why not taking it? No? No? Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not, I don't... No, nah, that's not the bet for me. All right. I bet we empty out in the dark lake in, uh... 
I bet another day. Do you want to bet that one? Like dark, like proper? I'm, I'm pretty sure you're right. One day. We really hustle? Get the right row in? One day, five gold. What do you think? You know what? I uh, I generally consider myself a free agent as far as Clarican is concerned, but uh, Ganesha Tamora really did us a solid, and I, I feel a bit indebted to her. I think I'm going to work in her name for a little while. So you know what? She is the goddess of luck. I will take you on that bet. Ah. In, in, honor, in honor of Tamora, five gold, one day. All right. If we don't make it in one day, I get it. Right? Well, I, thought, I thought you got it if we did make it in one day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll take that one. Goddess of luck, huh? Huh? I like that. Uh, we don't have a goddess of luck down here, but I like it. Oh, uh, we ain't out of the way. If I have to pay five gold to get us there in a day, that's fine by me. Absolutely. And if we happen to be late, we at least get five gold. I mean, do you have any have any gold? Well, none of us have any gold. Okay. But he's running the tally, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he owes you I a gold. He owes me a gold. Yeah. Yeah, owe you a gold. No one else is taking me up on any bets, so. I, got, I owe a couple of other people some bad too, but it's all good. How much are you in debt? Oh, nothing I can handle. Don't worry about me. I'm good. <laughs> oh, that's always the answer you want to hear. Look. All right, guys, let's row. What? We get the blinking stone? Row out. Pay out. <laughs> Rowing out. So after that, and you guys were doing that as the ship was sailing too a little bit. Yeah. You guys have rowers now, and you're rowing your little hearts out. Rowing our boat. Mm-hmm. Um, Gently down the stream. Yeah. Shushar the Awakened is pointing out different caverns and stuff. Uh, do me a favor. Who wants to be more like the captain of the ship? Me. I can't row. That's true. He can't row. Victor conjured the boat. And we're I all very wait. thankful that he was able to do that. I mean, like, prayed Ooh. and got the plans and... Stuff, but it, it's I can do my fair share of rowing. Right, I feel like right. uh, we'd all get there a little bit faster than okay. if we left it to Mister Tough and stuff. He has a keen eye. Let him you let him do what he's good at. That's true. That's true. Are you skilled in survival? Yes. Roll me a survival check. See how how well I can get through some things. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen's great. As you're rowing and everyone's going and, and, and the, the, the boat's picking up speed, you uh, you find a way and, and, and Chushar is like, oh, do we go down this road? And, and he's actually kind of drawing out a map a little bit now for mm-hmm. you. In your kit, you probably have like paper and, yeah, and like pens and stuff, right? So he's starting to kind of draw out a little bit of, of what you see. He shows you that Dark Lake is massive. The actual Dark Lake itself is actually more of like an underground sea when it comes down to it. But the way to get there, there's a couple paths. And then, so as you're looking at this, you realize if we take this path, I bet we can... I bet there's some slope that we can go down. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a slope. And... You go down and it starts, there's some rapids that kind of take you down that way and it goes a lot faster. Mm. And there's some, uh, every so often there's like a, sl- a slag tight that kind of breaks off, but you kind of like, no, left! Uh, I'll, I'll no, be going down, I'll be like, hard to port! <laughs> <laughs> For cinematic purposes, uh, roll me a dex check as a slag tight tries to fall on you. Okay. Better than you in the boat! A slag tight falls on you. I mean, for two points of damage. That's a tiny select. That's right. But it, but it fell it's like through. a stonesicle. Yeah, a stonesicle <laughs> just gets you right in the arm. There was a bigger piece, but he was able to uh, row you out of that. All right. 
And you are actually... I'll you one up. It's fine. Sorry. You make it out in just under a day. And you get into Dark Lake proper. Well, it looks like I owe you five gold, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, you can uh, pay her a gold, and then you only owe me four. I like that. Well, I'm I'm assuming your debt. Mm. That's fine. (laughs) I owe you a gold. (laughs) You empty out where you were. It's about here. Schloopladoop is there, and you're actually entering Dark Lake kind of around the corner here. And this whole thing is about the size of Faerun. So kind of like here, there-ish. Yeah, you guys started started here, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get the Snoopladoop here. Oh wow! And you ended up there. kind of out of a uh, another another uh, like another vein of the mm-hmm. other other river system that pops you out into the Dark Lake. Okay. And out of that, I mean, none of those other words really mean anything to you. Um, uh, once you're out in Dark Lake, there's a couple of some major names of places you could possibly go or see, and everyone's talking about is uh, Galakustug, Grackle Slug, sorry, Grackle Stug, Grackle Stug. Never Like Grove is something that Stool's talked about wanting to go. Oh, that's his home, right? Uh-huh. And then there's Blingdon Stone, which Jim Jar's from. He's like, yeah, I can take you there. Maybe the maybe we know something about you know. About the surface world over there. But, uh, I mean, so super duper is closer. So. so there's a few places we can go from here, is what you're saying? Mm. They're all around the dock lake? Yeah, the other ones will take you considerably more time to get to. Sloopladoop is only about another about another day at this point. Oh, well, I've already got my heart set on Sloopladoop, so <laughs> let's head on that away. <clears throat> I mean, they may be expecting us there. If that's where our weapons would have been sold. Mm. I'm not Maybe. against it. We don't have to spend any particular amount of time there. I mean, yeah. if nothing else, we can just drop off Mr. The Awakened. Right. Be about all oh, yeah, so we're up to uh, show my people that uh, craziness is not, uh, madness is not something they need to embrace. They can embrace uh, pacifism, yes. Yeah, we, we got, you know, people to return home. Do-getting and stuff. Oh, absolutely. But I, I'm with you. I would not like to spend yeah. an extended armor, amount of time have, uh, with weapons. the loop. Yeah. They're trading? Uh, yeah, you can find stuff there. Like armor and stuff, yeah. Well, we don't have much in the way of currency. So, uh, we did do much acquisition there. What do, they, good what, what do your people do use for currency in Shloop de Fish, uh, ruins, uh, things you can find anywhere. Those type of things. So we can get, we can get armor for fish. Mm, a lot of fish. That would take quite a lot of fish, I'm sure. That's fish. (laughs) I like fishing. What sort of equipment do you require at this point? I mean, I guess I could conjure a fishing pole instead of just a spear. Spear is super fun, though. How about a big net? Yeah, okay. I think that would probably be too big. A net would be too big? Hmm. Oh. Into a small net. Let's keep it. Uh, I suppose a three foot wide net. But, uh, let's, let's well, how see. about the fish that are around? I'm just going to look in the water. But again, look, uh, uh, what sort of equipment do you require at this point to be considered to be fully outfitted? Oh, I just want some new clothes. I 
you know, something that's a little more me. Well, my, yeah. my, my people could probably provide, yeah, but we find yeah. all kinds of things. Yeah. And you need uh, some armor. Yeah, I'd like another uh, secondary weapon as well. Sure. You know, yeah, mine's going to be the toughie. And uh, let's see, yeah, Ron raises his hand. Obviously, I want some armor. Yeah. And uh, Eldeth, like, yeah. No dwarf should be without a, a battle axe and a, and a proper shield. Oh. Chain mail we all got to get the fish in real quick. We are going to need a lot of fish. <laughs> all right. Friend staring goes, I could use a, tell you what, I, I can use a, a nice uh, scarf or a cape, perhaps a uh, cane of some sort, and, and something regal. But, no? Well, that is a very valid concern. We will see. Uh, I, I, obviously, I'll put my concerns to yours if you need it, but uh, just if we happen to come across such things, like. Uh, of course, uh, of course. Perhaps a uh, silken pants. Well, that, that just stands to reason. Yeah. Some gold jewelry. Oh, how I miss the gold Also, just uh, anyone else uh, getting off a schloop de loop? Or is uh, we all going on elsewhere afterwards? Sarah looks at you two and says, I'd like to stick around if I can. I'm, I'm going to be hunted by my own people. And, uh, yeah, anyone's uh, welcome. There's not a lot of... Welcome to the drow outside of Mesopotamia. Well, I think your knowledge of your people and how to best elude them will come in handy. I believe I can act as a fair guide. I can take us to all these places you want to go. That'd be great. Now yeah. that I know where we're at. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right then. So it looks like uh, we're just going to be saying goodbye to Mr. The Awakened. The rest of us will continue. It's been very nice working with you. Likewise, Likewise, I'm sure. So I'm going to do some fishing. As we get close, uh, as we start to get close, I would like to do a detect magic. Um, Just because areas not too far out from cities on water Mm -hmm. uh, tend to be places of shipwrecks. Mm, Love it. So I want to do a little detect magic to try to find any magic items in shipwrecks that might be close by. Mm, good call. All right. Damn, yeah. Anybody else want to do some fun stuff? Well, we're now we're, uh, I guess we're gathering some basic supplies, a trade, and all that kind of good stuff. We'll let her do her thing first. You know. Um, okay. Well, I suppose, uh, don't have much to bring there, but... Um, Mr. The Awakened. Oh, is, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Do you have any sort of hospitals or some such? What happens to your wounded? Oh, we have clerics that, 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 that mend the wounds, yes. Okay, so you, you've already got that taken care of? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, Can I but uh, I will tell you the offerings to the Sea Mother go a long way to the traders, yes. I'm sorry, what? Offerings to the Sea Mother. I don't know what you mean. Oh, just the things you find in the sea. Offerings. Sure. Mother. Well, I was just hoping I could go and do some healing and somebody might pay me to heal them. That's oh, what I was oh. hoping for. You could possibly do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always a need for clerics and healing the wounded. Yeah. I love that, of course. Now, some of them may be quite mad and not understand what you're doing, but... Yeah, yeah, how mad is this place? Because I'm getting some conflictions here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you what? have clerics and hospitals. Sarah Watson's like... Um, they're quite mad. 
But they have commerce. They have commerce, yes, of some sort. Uh, They trade in things for their their whatever religion of the month that they 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 want to worship with and most of the time they'll gladly take your things and trade them if they find those things worth the I guess the sea mother or whatever. Oh the sea mother is one of the oldest of our gods. Yes, 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 yes. And Sarah says there I would like our time there to be brief if possible. That's sure. all I'm Likewise. Do we have a in the, for the the kit that we got, are there like any vials or little jars? Any chance? Be a few jars. So it collects some of the seawater. Okay. Put it in the put it in the pack. And you are looking for ruins of some sort. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I want to do a detect magic and a uh, also want to do a locate object. So I would like to cast them both. Okay. Forget that it'll it'll take a minute. Um, for locate object, I'm looking for uh, nearest object of a particular kind. Um, you know, like gold or something. Alright, this is apparel, well, jewelry, can... furniture, tool, or weapon. Well, I can also do that. So, how about uh, you focus on, like, uh, money, and I can focus on jewelry? How does sure, that sound? that sounds great. Okay. I'll look for money. He looks for... Ju- oh, wait, you look for money, I look for... Which one was that? Either way, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking cool. for money, he's looking for jewelry... And I'm also doing the detect magic thing, because magic items are valuable. All right. Um, this is one of the first times. Now, you've seen this before, and you felt it, but you didn't quite get there. I want to go ahead and get this out of the way, because this is part of Out of the Abyss. It's part of the Underdark. Mm-hmm. You would have felt this, but you're going to come across at a certain point. There's a small island of this, and it's called the Feyrez. And the Feyrez is, it's like a, it's a magical kind of like fungus that grows in the underdark. And when you're around the Feyrez, there's enough of it around, um, magic starts acting wild. And if you happen to, if we're in a combat scenario where I say, okay, now there's a bunch of Feyrez around, you're actually gonna have to roll on a random magic table, the ran- the wild magic table, to see what happens to your magic. That's both clerics and, and wizards. Mm-hmm. Letting you know if that's out there, we're gonna use it, not a lot, I don't wanna to get too crazy with it, but every so often we'll add some some diversity. You come across an entire island of this Feyrez. It's not a big island, it's a kind of a smaller island, but you felt it and it almost made your uh, your spells get a little wacky. You had to pull things in and pull things out. You'd never seen this before and Seraph oh. does say yes, the Feyrez. Oh, bugger. Alright, that was close. Yeah. Yes, we, we use it sometimes as uh, magical components and we uh, we use it to help power some of our spells or um, protections of sorts. So you're saying it's valuable. It is highly valuable and highly random. If you were to keep a large portion of it on you, who knows how your magic would work. But if we just don't do any magic and sell at the nearest port... I imagine it'd be very valuable to the Kuatel, yes. Okay. Well, let's do our searching first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll go harvest some of this fungus. Okay. <clears throat> All right. You do your searching. You do your searching, and about fifteen minutes, like a little bit more to like the northwest, a little, little bit up to the to the to the west. You do find something big. It's a large structure of like. Furnitures and and 
and goldish things, that kind of, the stuff you're looking for. You drive the boat up there, you see a, you see an island where a ship has crashed into it. Mm -hmm. And it looks old and everything looks abandoned. Mm. But as you approach, you see a ship and an island. The ship isn't terribly big. Mm -hmm. It's probably about the same because your ship is it's fairly big. I think it's what a even in the world of ships, but it's not not that much bigger than yours. Okay. The side of it is hollowed out, and there is just like the side of it has been hollowed out, and there's uh, like just like a, a gaping hole in the side of the ship where it crashed into the the island. Cool. All right. What? How close can what... I get? How close do you want to get? I, I want to get close enough so I can climb out onto the little island and go dig around in the shipwreck. Oh. I like well, it. Let's be very careful because uh, that ship wrecked for some reason and whatever caused it to wreck, <laughs> I don't want our ship to wreck. That's why I said, you know, how close can we get? I'm willing to splash a little, you know. Hmm. Come on. Uh, Mr. The Awakened, what would be possible for you to swim ahead and check to see if there's any dangers that we can't see from the surface surrounding that uh, rock and ship? I, uh, I can do that. Much obliged. And uh, he uh, jumps in and he swims like a, like with all the grace of a good fish, just... Mm. And he goes up to the island and he walks up to the island. He's very cautious. He's critically cautious. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he looks frightened. And then he... You can kind of hear him shouting. I don't know how, how how far off the island you guys want to be at this point when you let him swim out there. I don't know, like maybe 20 feet or something, 30 feet. I was thinking more like 100, but yeah. Yeah. All right. 100 feet out. Yeah. I mean... It- Still well close enough to hear him if he's uh, shouting. Yeah, yeah. It says, uh, the Quagos! 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 And then they... Get home back. (laughs) He starts running towards you as a pack of Quagos come out. Well, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. 
As you may or may not have noticed, we took about a month off the main campaign to tell some side quest stories, and from the looks of it, people really loved what we did. I don't want to give away too much, but just keep listening to the show because we have some surprises coming. Man, I can't wait for you to... You know what? I want to tell you, and that's the worst part. Just the worst. Also, I, don't worry. We're going to keep doing some side quests, and hopefully we're going to rotate around not only the people, but the DM. As much as I love DMing, man, I can't wait to play again. I cannot wait to hand the reins over to someone else so I can do the killing and the looting. You know? I mean, I'm human. I want those things. I mean, the good murder, the righteous murder. But I want to murder for the for the good. And I also want the loot. You know, the good loot. I can't wait. Anyways, make sure you tell your friends about us. And while you're at it, draw some fan art. We would love that shit. Until next time, toodles. Yeah.